0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 20, the big old 2-0. We have made it. That's a lot of episodes. We have got a lot coming up this week. But before we do that, if you are new, you won't know my voice. My name is Jordan Lorenz, and I am joined alongside the one and only Drew Skyberg. Drew, this just it just happened. Seattle Kraken, expansion draft. How did the team do? I mean, you know all about it, right? Yeah, I totally know a lot
1: about my hockey, Jordan. <laughs> But I, I did see that they had the expansion draft. I noticed yes.
0: that. They went very defensive heavy, and they have a lot to live up to because the Vegas Golden Knights in their first year made it to the Stanley Cup Finals where they lost to uh, um, Washington. And uh, who, what's his name? Oh, my goodness. Now I'm blanking. Uh, he's got no teeth. I can't even think of his name at this point. But he won his first. Ovechkin. Alex yep. Ovechkin. There it was. He won his first Stanley Cup at that point. So I don't know why I was blanking there. But we got it done. Episode 20 here today. It's not quite as special like last week was, but here we're focusing a lot on the NBA season that just happened. And speaking of the NBA, Drew, what's coming up this Wednesday for the people? It's not the Summer Sports Spectacular.
1: No, we have a little bit of a schedule change, and we got an NBA draft preview coming your way, and it's going to be great. Bucks Believer is going to be on with, with the one and only Drew Skyberg to talk about some draft picks. Where we got a Wario
0: meter game we're going to play. We got some other fun things in mind, and it's going to be a great episode. Should be awesome, and that leads right into our shout out of the week. It does indeed go to the one and only Bucks Believer for multiple reasons, first of all. Bucks believer believed in the Bucks and finally they won themselves a championship so shout out for that and then as well we got to thank the guy I'm going to be on vacation as we say I'm going to be in Nashville coming up this weekend so Monday we had to flip the script a little bit episode 21 is going to be Drew and Clay it is going to be very very interesting isn't it yeah
1: it will be you're gonna hear me go ladies and gentlemen welcome So that's going to be great. I'll do a little bit of a rundown of our segments as well to start. So it's going to be
0: certainly a little bit different. It's definitely going to be different. You guys will be recapping the draft on that episode along with some other things possibly, but that'll be that coming up this Friday. So just four days away, Summer Sports Spectacular, Episode 9, Alabama and Miami, 1992. I believe it was the Sugar Bowl is what they played in for the championship. We'll be watching that coming up pretty, pretty soon getting that done. So again, to recap, Monday, uh, you're listening right now is episode 20. Wednesday, not summer sports spectacular. Wednesday is Drew and Clay's draft preview and Friday, summer sports spectacular episode nine. And then obviously two days after three days after that episode 21. And we're not sure about episode 10 of summer sports spectacular. We're looking for Friday. So that would be August 6th is what we're looking at for the finale, but we'll have to play it by ear and see how that goes. So other than that, guys, can't thank you all enough for the support. The t-shirts, I will be calling tomorrow. I've got to get these things figured out. I don't know where they are. I mean, I was told, I have the date in my phone saved of when I ordered them, and I was told, you know, it'll be like two weeks or so after the 4th of July. As we're recording this, it is July 24th. And that's 20 days after the 4th of July. For those of you who aren't good at math, that's three weeks. And I have not heard one update. I have not heard anything. Thankfully, we have our money. We didn't pay for them up front. But we're, 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 our patience is running out at this point. We're going to be getting the shirts. Don't you guys worry. Please support us still, even though we didn't give you your shirts yet. Apple Podcasts, Five Star Review. Facebook, you can like and follow us on there. Instagram, Drew, we've been getting the followers. Yeah, we have. We're up almost to 80 followers now. So go follow
1: us at Jordan Drew underscore sports crew.
0: You don't want to be left out of there. And then the other thing was YouTube. I don't know if I said it or not, but subscribe on there. That's basically everything. So our stats of the week brought to you by Caden Booth. He recommended some of these Chris Middleton stats, and these are crazy. Most game time or go ahead field goals in the fourth quarter or overtime The last 25 postseasons, Middleton 15 in 2021. LeBron had 15 in 07. So those are the names you're looking at. Middleton in quite the company there. There's another one. He always steps up when it matters. 38 points, 40 points, 32 points. Most points in a single postseason by a player not drafted in the first round. Chris Middleton is on top. 496 points this year in second place Manu Ginobili with 479 in the 050 or 0405 season we watched him summer sports spectacular and the last stat 40 points in one turnover in an NBA finals game Middleton did it in game four listen to who is joined along with them Giannis obviously who did it in game three LeBron James Kobe Bryant Dwayne Wade Shaquille O'Neal Michael Jordan did it twice and James Worthy, what a crew for Chris Middleton to be in.
1: Yeah, he's certainly, I mean, my shirt says it. Chris Middleton is good. And I've, we've been preaching that, that as Bucks fans this whole year. And now, I mean, he's finally gained that national attention.
0: Finally, right? And I know people were kind of hard on him in holiday at times. So they weren't stepping up. They weren't playing their part. But whatever. Bucks are champs. That's all that matters. Next up, moving to baseball. Pete Alonso has 88 home runs through 300 career games. That might be outdated. He might even have a little more by now. That is the second most in ALNL history. So Polar Bear went back to back. He has a mighty fine start to his career. And speaking of Fernando Tatis Jr., the fastest player since you said like the 80s or something here. 1890s, Jordan. So that's oh, 1890. Wow. Yeah. Fastest to... Get 50 50 for home runs and steals that is crazy and speaking of we have just a real quick announcement we're going to go off track before our final stat the cleveland guardians drew what are your thoughts on that yeah so i mean i i understand kind of the meaning
1: i mean there's the guardian statues that they have in cleveland so they want to make this name change with all all the certain other name changes that are going on like with the with the formerly known Washington Redskins and that other, other teams are going to have to make some changes, but I don't know what to think about it, Jordan. It's an interesting name, but I don't, did you hear how much time they put into finding the, this new name?
0: I did not actually, and I probably don't even want to know. Probably way too long.
1: So listen to this, Jordan. The organization, they spent most of the past year trying to come up with potential names, and the list was nearly 1,200. It was 100 te-
0: names, and they came up with Guardians.
1: Yes, it was a tedious process, that, which included 140 hours of interviews with fans, community leaders, front office personnel, and then they also did a survey of 40,000 fans, and they got the Cleveland Guardians.
0: I mean, I guess after hearing that, it's fine. Like, I guess some people are on board with it, but obviously, social media hated everything about it at first. Bashed the logos too. What were your thoughts on those? The G one looked pretty decent.
1: Yeah, i It'll take certainly some time to get used to. It. I'm not gonna bash it all
0: bash it yet. I think,
1: I think when we get used to it, I think it'll be just fine.
0: It won't. It's just interesting. And I tweeted that they should the New York Guardians from the XFL should file a lawsuit because unreal. We can't have two Guardians XFL coming back 2023. Only one Guardians in town. And speaking of football, Aaron Rodgers. This kind of is a stat, kind of isn't. But I had to put it in here because it's something we need to discuss. A-Rod turned down a two-year contract extension, which would have made him the highest player in the National Football League. And after I put this, more fuel got added to the fire because Devontae Adams and Green Bay are no longer in talks for a big contract extension. And then Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams both posted the picture from the last dance. Presumably, this is their final year together in Green Bay.
1: That's what I understand too, Jordan. I think so. Title or bust? It's just like the Last Dance documentary.
0: It's not good. It's As Packer fans, it's certainly worrisome, and I don't even know if Rodgers is playing. We still have no idea what's happening with Aaron Rodgers, but you'd think he'd give it his all in his final year. Maybe he'll do the opposite. I don't know, but Adams might go to the Raiders possibly after this. We're going to have to see what happens, but if it's his final year in Green Bay, we need help with receivers. I am looking forward to this football season, but... I'm also very, very worried. So that moves us to on this day, the date of July twenty six, two thousand twenty one. On this day in nineteen twenty eight, the Yankees scored eleven runs in the twelfth inning to beat the Tigers twelve to one. This made me think of the Bandits game I was at the other night. They were down six nothing in the seventh inning, basically an hour long seventh inning, the wildest inning you will ever see. Ejections, swearing, cuss words, bad calls. Terrible errors, everything possible. And then the Bandits rally and get seven, or they got six runs in that bottom of the seventh inning, and then got a run after. And it's about Bandits, guys. Playoffs coming up. They get this week off because they're the first seed. Past three years, Drew, they've been unbeaten in league games. I mean, this team is unstoppable. Hopefully, we'll see you all at some Bandits games coming up when they have playoffs, the format for the next two weeks. So, not this week. But potentially two weeks after, Wednesday's on the road, Friday's at home. Then obviously if they win both of those games, there is no game Saturday. If they lose both, there's no game Saturday. But if they split, game three is on Saturday. So Friday, Saturday, home games potentially for two weeks in a row. Not this week, the next week's after. So moving on, on this day, 1933, Joe DiMaggio ends a 61-game hitting streak. That is video game numbers. Yeah, that really is 61 straight games of getting a hit. And it was in the Pacific Coast
1: League, I see, Jordan. So that's PCL, some minor league baseball.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe made it a little bit easier, but still 61 games with a hit. That is crazy. On this day in 1962, Milwaukee Brave Warren Spahn set a record 31 home runs by a pitcher. And you told me that is a career record, not to get confused for a season.
1: Yeah, so Warren Spahn, pitcher for the Milwaukee Braves, and he ended up finishing with 35 career home runs as a pitcher, and that's an NL record. So does not include Babe Ruth or Shohei Otani, but Warren Spahn,
0: 35 home runs. Not bad at all. Now, on this day, 1984, Pete Rose from the Expos tied Ty Cobb 5, Earth, pardon me, 3,502 singles. That is a lot a lot of singles and lastly on the state 1992 Nolan Ryan strikes out as a hundredth batter for 23 consecutive seasons can you imagine being that good and that consistent for that long yeah longevity for
1: some pitchers back that was crazy I mean Nolan Ryan Randy Johnson Roger Clemens just those guys were like workhorses for many years
0: unbelievable I can't even imagine even in a video game I don't think you'd be able to put up those numbers so That is that. And now it is time. If you guys are fans of the summer sports spectacular, you're going to feel right at home here because we're kind of taking that format a little bit for this past season of the NBA. So 2020, 2021 season, we know what happened. We know the champs, but it all started December 22nd. So what were your thoughts on this, Drew? Coming off the COVID season where they all of a sudden just decided to stop the season, then they're going to play a few games. Then they're going to go into the playoffs months afterwards and then, uh, just a few months later, they're back in action for this season. I know players weren't happy.
1: Yeah, I I don't. I was kind of mixed about it, Jordan, at the start because it was a seventy two game season. Just like you mentioned, a quick off season, and I was just I was worried about us. We were not going to be able to have that authentic NBA see, like season experience, like in the bubble. Because at first, with the pandemic, I mean, fans were limited. Some arenas were not allowing any fans. Some were minimal crowds. So I'm really glad. Um, the season was able to happen because as we know more fans were getting let in um, week after week. So that's, that was really good to see.
0: And I was going to say, obviously playoff time, those fans were there and they were packed and it felt just like normal. So notable retirements before we get into the year, Andrew Bogut, the former Milwaukee buck, he ended up retiring. Evan Turner, Joakim Noah retired. He was like a bull for a long, long time. Wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And yeah, he won the 2014 Defensive Player of the Year with the Bulls as well. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Giannis Defensive Player of the Year as well. And then the big one that we talked about, Marcus Aldridge retiring during the year. It was April 15th. So that was kind of crazy with him retiring, unexpected to say the least. And other than that, there were so many coaching changes during the offseason. So many different things. Steve Van Gundy hired by the Pelicans. Doc Rivers goes to the Sixers after ending things with the Clippers. Steve Nash gets hired with the Nets. We know how that ended up. Tom Thibodeau, new coach of the Knicks. I mean, some big things here. Any of the coaches you wanted to touch on?
1: I mean, you nailed them all. Basically, Tom Thibodeau was big for the Knicks this year, of course. But, yeah, big coaching changes this year.
0: A lot of them, certainly, and outstanding. So, finally, how did things end up in this season? Bucks were um. Fifth, twelve games ahead of the Indiana Pacers in the Eastern Conference Central Division, forty-six and twenty-six. Pacers losing record, thirty-four and thirty-eight. I mean, everyone besides the Bucs had a losing record. Bucks were eleven and one in their division, so that certainly helps. Sixers were just one game ahead of the Nets. This Atlantic Division was very, very competitive. My Boston Celtics, thirty-six and thirty-six. It was not their year. A lot of stuff went wrong the Raptors 27 and 45 since when did they go downhill so much they were contenders just a few years ago
1: yeah a lot of injuries and then the Kawhi Leonard trade of course but I mean guys are getting old Kyle Lowry's getting up there in age short
0: yeah and I saw someone try to say that their Jurassic Park whatever thing was like more electric than the deer district no Uh not even close not even a comparison and then in the southeast division the Hawks just one game ahead of the heat Sound was competitive 41 and 31, 40 and 32. He tried to make a run like they did in the bubble last year. And we know that didn't work very well for him. So Western Conference Jazz sitting pretty 52 and 25 games ahead of the Nuggets. Thunder 22 and 50. When are the Thunder ever going to turn things around?
1: Well, they have a lot of draft capital coming up, Jordan. They've really garnished a lot of draft picks from other teams. So they're gonna they'll be just fine,
0: I think, in five years. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to lead into your draft preview. Don't they have like three first-round picks or even more than that? Yeah, they, they have a lot this year and for years to come as well, so we'll certainly see them getting a lot of young prospects in the future. A slow rebuilding process, and in the Pacific Division, the Suns, 51-21, and 21, sitting atop the Pacific, and this was a shock to a lot of people, wasn't it? People were expecting Lakers, Clippers to go all the way, maybe even Warriors, but the Suns.
1: Yeah, the the Suns really took over Jordan. They with the, I mean, the Clippers had, I mean, Clippers and Lakers had injuries during the year. I mean, Kawhi Leonard had some load management like always, and LeBron got hurt this year. AD was hurt for an extensive amount of time. But yeah, I mean, the Warriors were expected to kind of a great year this year, and I mean, injuries hurt them. Curry missed some games. Wiseman was out for the year, and yeah, just kind of a
0: disappointing season for the Warriors injuries certainly a theme this year obviously in part due to the short off season and then trying to get right back into it and then finally Mavericks 42 and 30 sitting atop the southwest division so Bucks were third in the eastern conference as we moved to the playoffs but before we get there the all-star game this was a game that took place on March 7th one day after my mother's birthday so March 7th Giannis was the MVP I didn't watch the all-star game don't they do like a weird kind of format now for this game? I think it's changed a lot.
1: Yeah, every year they change it up. They um I can't remember how it was done this year, but like I mean, I remember this year, like they were really trying to they really were raising money for the um, historically black college and university. So that was really a big a big thing this year. They were donating a lot of money to that and to COVID nineteen. So that was great to see. But a lot of like a lot of changes for like the scoring, I believe. The format was different i just don't remember yeah
0: yeah i don't i don't even know either but i just know for sure they have certainly changed things up one time when i was watching it it was i was like what is going on here but this game team lebron wins so that's also another thing it's not eastern and western conference it was team lebron against team durant i don't like katie team lebron wins 170 to 150 first quarter was 40 39 second quarter 60 to 41 Third quarter, 46-45, and then fourth quarter, 24-25. So, Team Durant only won one quarter, and that was just by a point. Team LeBron wins by 20 points. And, Drew, you ready to read off some of these names? It was a pretty stacked all-star lineup.
1: Yeah, this was a big, very, very good lineup for both teams. I'm going to start with the Eastern Conference all-stars is what they? it was. I'm, it really wasn't the Eastern Conference, though. It was Team Durant. Yeah, I don't know it why was, it says that on here. Uh, yeah. Uh, very misleading, but Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irving, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kevin Durant, and Joel Embiid, and all those guys that they've had multiple All Star selections already, but some notable guys for their first All Star game: Jalen Brown of Jordan Lawrence's Boston Celtics, Zach Levine of the Chicago Bulls, and Julius Randle, the New York Knicks, who had a very good year this year. And then oh, go ahead, Jordan.
0: I was going to say they are indeed my Celtics, but I am buying some Bucks merchandise. Don't worry, guys. I had to be a part of it. And Celtics, we had, they had a down year. We all knew it. And Zach Levine, his first All-Star appearance, he's been doing very, very well. He's a guy to look out for.
1: He really is. And then for the Western Conference All-Stars, not really.
0: Nope.
1: They had I mean, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, LeBron James. Kawhi Leonard and Nikola Jokic and that was with starters and they all multiple all-time all-stars then some first-time guys off the bench Mike Conley finally for the Utah Jazz I mean long time long time Grizzly and now he finally made it as a Jazz which was great to see and then um, Zion Williamson also for the New Orleans Pelicans made his first all-star game so he's he's certainly gonna have multiple all-star games so this won't be his
0: last Oh yeah, not at all. Zion's gonna be a force to be reckoned with coming up. Seventeen appearances now for LeBron in the All Star game. What a career. What a resume. And speaking of, Giannis added to his resume. Anything to touch on in the play-in tournament? Didn't they say it's coming back again next year? It's coming back for one more year. I mean, it's extra games for the NBA. They're
1: making more money. They they love it.
0: They love it. Players don't really love it. Fans are kind of on the fence about it too. I know some are fine with it, some some hate it, but then we get to the playoffs. It was a wild playoff year. We did it. A preview for it. We talked about what we expected. Clay was on there first time we had him on. We talked about the Bucks season. We talked about what we expected. Now, I don't think any of us expected a Bucks and Suns finals, but that is what we got. And there's nothing wrong with it at all. Road to the finals for the Bucks. Saw him beat Miami. Swept them four nothing and then this controversial net series do you think the Bucks would have been able to win this series if Kyrie was healthy and they had Harden as well because Harden kind of just played the last few games
1: Jordan I'm going to be honest with you I, I don't think so I think with the momentum no. they had with Kyrie I, I don't think that would have been likely
0: no I don't think so either but they end up winning in seven games KD could have won it if he had a shoe size one or two sizes smaller than what he did he was so close with that one shot To end things, but nope. And then Bucks beat Atlanta in six games. I was at Game One of that series. I was at the only home game the Bucks lost all postseason. Like, what are the chances of that? Yeah, just that's that called that Jordan Lawrence luck, you know? That's unreal. I have such good luck with baseball games. Anyone I go to, the team always wins. booyah We're down like six runs or something in one game. I was at, and they came back to win. Bandits, they're winning because I'm there. I mean, maybe it's just a baseball thing that's good for. So, Bucks have their ticket in the finals. Phoenix knocked off the Lakers four games to two in the first round. Then they swept Denver for nothing and handled the Clippers in six games. So, both the final, the conference finals, and the finals went six games. As we know, Bucks in six. Milwaukee Bucks get the job. Done. let's talk about it we talked through some of the other games but game five and game six were indeed the big ones bucks win on the road game five this was a huge win i i figured that this was going seven games i figured home team was winning everyone and then it'd be up in the air but bucks beat the suns on their home court 123 119 and drew that was a turning point in this series i think everyone after that game pretty much assumed it was over yeah, you could just really tell.
1: I mean, even the ESPN ABC announcers—they were and they were always questioning the books this whole postseason. It's it seemed, and now when you see them uh, win on the the team or on the opponent's floor, I mean, it just really really changed up. And th- I mean, there's always this old saying, Jordan, that it ain't a series until uh, the, the opponent wins on the um, opposing team's court. So I mean, that, that's what we saw here, and. I mean, that proved to kind of make the – win the Bucks the
0: series because they had to win one time in Phoenix to win the series. 100%. And they won game five, giving us that Bucks and six. All, I don't want to say all credit, but the Drew Holiday. They played a long, long time. Along with Giannis' block, I don't remember what game that was in, but that's another one that will be coming up so many times. They'll be seeing pictures of that, the videos of it. 40 points. For Devin Booker in game five, not enough as the Bucks get the job done. And then game six, Pfizer Forum, July 20th was the date. 105 98 win for Milwaukee. 50 points for Giannis onto the Kumbo. And did you see that one of the bars was saying, if for every free throw Giannis makes, I'll give out a free shot? And then I oh. think Giannis, yeah, I think Giannis was like 16 of 17 from the line or 17 of 18, 19. I don't know what it was, but if Giannis wasn't half as good from the free throw line, this game, they wouldn't have won plain and simple.
1: Yeah. And I think this game really solidified Giannis's legacy as he always had a bad rap for significantly, like his performance decreasing in the postseason. I mean, he just proved all the haters wrong. Uh, He went to Chick-fil-A after and got a 50 piece nugget for his 50 piece nugget of points. And Uh, They also, certain Chick-fil-A's now are having a special in honor of Giannis's order. They have a, um, it's, I forgot what the drink's called, but it's half, it's what, it's what Giannis's drink order was. It was half Sprite Sprite and lemonade. Yep, Sprite and lemonade. So if you want to, if you want to go to Chick-fil-A around, around Wisconsin, I mean, be sure to get that
0: limited time offer. I mean, it's just crazy. And then like we were seeing all the videos of Giannis just doing all these normal everyday human things. Is he just holding the trophy? I mean, this guy. How can you not like Giannis, is my question. The way he was dancing after the game as he was coming out, FaceTime, Thanassis. I mean, crazy, crazy stuff. But other players stepped up in this game. Middleton at 17, you know, which is fine. Bobby Portis had 16 points, including two threes, I believe, in this game. Bobby Portis, people were sleeping on how big of a factor he was in the Hawks. And son series, like sure, he's a liability on defense. He's a little bit of a hothead at times. You know, he did get a technical foul from running down <laughs> the court. But this dude really just brings energy to the team, like no one else can. Bobby,
1: Bobby, Bobby. Yes. But yeah, I, I really hope Jordan. I mean, I, I, am gonna say I hope he, he somehow comes comes back. But it's, it's not gonna happen. I just because with the money, um, with the Bucks can offer him, he could be making. Like ten to fifteen million dollars a year with the performance he just had this postseason. I don't know if you remember a guy for the Raptors, Bismack Biyombo. He had a big yes. postseason for the Raptors that year a couple years back. He got a four-year, seventy-two million dollar deal with the, I believe it was like the Magic or the, um, or it might have been the Hornets, and he really significantly, like I mean, he he played over his head for postseason, and a guy like Reggie Jackson for the Clippers recently had the same thing and there's chances are he's going to get some big money hopefully i don't regress though
0: hopefully and then it's one of those things also where you're taking a certain downgrade with the team you choose I mean you go from winning a championship to probably a losing record but just depends if those millions more dollars are worth it and honestly they probably are so it's just one of those things where you got to put up with either a losing season or losing out on like tens of millions of dollars and I think nine times out of ten They'll be choosing the losing season and just stick it out. So Holiday, 12 points, 11 assists, nine boards in this game. But Giannis, 50 points, 14 boards, five blocks as well. The Suns are not themselves. Devin Booker didn't do too well in this game six. Chris Paul had 26. He had a slow start, but then he got, he heated up a bit. But at the end of the day, Bucks win on their home court. And I mean, it's so fitting for them to win in six games. Anything else you want to say? On the series, Chris Paul goes home without a ring once again. Devin Booker, I think it's pretty iconic. GIF at this time, GIF, GIF, whatever you want to say, of him this saying the bad D word after the game. I mean it's kind of sad watching the video, but if you haven't seen it it's that. So I don't know. Bucks and six, man. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to add, I don't know if you saw Brandon Jennings
1: have his drum ready and he were or- he was banging a drum before the start of game six he was really kind of like their mascot this series and it was great to see and he was at the parade actually i I was only able to watch a little bit of the parade because I was working but i I'm glad Brandon Jennings was able his prophecy was able to be fulfilled this year and I'm so happy for the bucks and I mean fifty years Jordan this is something once in a lifetime that it possibly and I really hope the Brewers can, you know, one day. That's that's my uh, my other team. You know, that's my one goal, Jar. Bring us championship in Milwaukee. Oh,
0: what we're series. huge, huge Brewers fans, and they're undeniably one of my favorite teams. The Brewers and Packers are they're my teams, and for the Brewers this year, the things are looking good. We'll see what happens. Everyone says Bucks are just a regular season team, and here they are in the postseason. Yeah, whatever. They get lucky with the injury here or there, but they did it, and they beat such a trio with Aiden. Paul and Booker, but I don't know for the Brewers. We'll talk about them in a minute. But next, NBA awards for the year. You agree with most everything, huh?
1: Yeah, I think they really got the awards right this year, Jordan. Um, I think I, I really can't make any arguments for these uh, most valuable pl- player, Nikola Jokic of the Denver Nuggets. He had a phenomenal season. He he led the league in um, in per per. So I mean, he had that that was crazy. I mean, win shares, he was on top two, and then defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert, of the Utah Jazz. I believe this is his third award already, and he's been a phenomenal defensive player. All the defensive ratings pointed to this guy winning the award, and he beat out Drayvon Green and Ben Simmons, and I think rightfully so he did. And then
0: no, yeah, no Giannis yeah. or anything in there. He's won it in the past, but not this year.
1: Yep, no Giannis and then rookie of the year. Lamelo Ball, the Charlotte Hornets. Although he missed some time with a wrist injury, I believe I think he still was the right choice. I mean, Anthony Edwards was the finalist. He heated it up for a little bit, but just Lamelo Ball brought so much more to the table. I I think this season and next award, Sixth Man of the Year, Jordan Clarkson of the Utah Jazz. He beat out his teammate Joe Ingles of the Utah Jazz, and then also Derrick Rose of the
0: Knicks. I think Clarkson. How can you have? two six-mans of the year, though, because technically it's a sixth and seventh man, unless they're swapping six guys per game. They both got,
1: like, almost starter minutes off the bench for the Jazz this year, Jordan. They were really okay. creaky pieces. Yeah, so I was it, just going to say, sense. I
0: saw that, and I was like, ah, that's a little odd, but as long as it's like that, then yeah, that's fine.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought, too. And then most improved player, Julius Randall of the Knicks, Jeremy Grant, and Michael Porter Jr. were also finalists for this award. And the next award, Coach of the Year. Tom Thibodeau, the New York Knicks. I mentioned him at the start. I mean, he he really turned that Knicks team around. The Knicks actually had something to cheer for this year. Finally. Yeah. And then executive of the year, James Jones of the Phoenix Suns. And then finalist, Sean Marks of the Nets, Dennis Lindsley of of the Utah Jazz. And I think John Horst should have been a finalist here, Jordan. He really made some great moves with the Drew Holiday trade, the extension on Holiday, the Giannis extension. I think he was snubbed.
0: I agree. But at the end of the day, I mean, you've got the Jazz Nets and Suns in front of it, and it's one of those things. Bucks, small market team, not as much attention paid to them until finally Drew Holiday is in the finals. And they're like, well, maybe it actually did pay off. But maybe in the regular season, they didn't think it was going to or something. So I don't know, but I agree.
1: Yeah, and I got a few more awards, but Phoenix Suns. I mean, they did turn themselves they did turn themselves around with. I mean, being losing team these past few years, with then going to the finals all the way this year. But next award I, NBA Sports. Real
0: quick, I was gonna say I went to a Suns game a few years ago when I was in Phoenix, and it was still the Talking Stick Arena at the time. It was a Suns Celtics game. There were more Celtics fans in the arena than Suns fans, so Suns fans were totally turned on their team, and boy, did they turn it around in a short span.
1: They really did, and the NBA Sportsmanship Award, which we talked about a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah, I Drew, thought it was fake.
1: Drew Holiday of the Milwaukee Bucks, and he beat out guys like Bama Adebayo, Harrison Barnes, Josh Akogi, Campbell Walker, and Derek White. So congratulations to Drew Holiday. And then the um, Community Assist Award goes to Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns. So, I mean, that's always a great award, you know, helping out the community.
0: Sure. And- we don't like the guy as much, but, hey, it's, as long as he's going doing good things, that's fine.
1: A new award, Jordan. I don't think I've ever heard of this one—the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Social Justice Champion Award. So that went to Carmelo Anthony of the Portland Trailblazers, and Drew Holiday was also a finalist for this award as well. So, congrats to Carmelo Anthony on receiving that award.
0: Yeah. So it was created this year, and it was awarded with honors players who are making strides in the fight for social justice. So that's just another one of those things about politics being brought into sports, but an award's given out for it. So. Other than that, NBA first team, Giannis Kawhi, Joe Kitch, Curry, and Doncic. And the only thing I disagree with here, Jason Tatum got snubbed. Do you agree? He wasn't on any of these teams. Well,
1: Jordan, I'm looking at the guys who kind of beat him out. I mean, you could make an argument, uh, Tatum over but- uh, Jimmy Butler, maybe. That's but the like, big one
0: I saw right away.
1: I think that's, I think you certainly could put him there. But I think as a forward, because that's what he would have been as, I think, I'm okay with him not being on the second team or the first team, but I think he certainly should have been on the third team.
0: I agree. And he didn't get on the third team at all. So that was that NBA season. It's a wrap at this point. I think we're basically back to normal for next year. Besides the play-in tournament, are they doing everything like it should be now? I mean, yeah, besides
1: the playing tournament, we're going to have the full 82 games. So that'll be great to see. And I'm looking forward to it. Uh, free agency starts awfully soon, Jordan. So that will have some more news. Certainly on this on this podcast.
0: Oh yeah, we'll have a lot of stuff. And as we said, draft preview and recap, both coming up for all of our Drew Jordan and Drew, the sports crew fans and Brewers talk real quick to close out the episode. No trivia again. So we're going three weeks off of trivia. Drew's just going to clear his mind and he's going to come back stronger and better than ever in the world of trivia. We're still finishing out season two, but as for the Brewers, we're recording on Saturday. Brewers are one and two At this point, lost to the Royals in both games and then had a huge win over the White Sox. A Tyrone Taylor, whole grand slam in that game the other night. And now I said the Brewers were going to be two and three. Drew said three and two. So if the Brewers were to sweep the White Sox, which we know they do pretty well against good teams. If the Brewers won on both Saturday and Sunday, Drew has tied it up seven to seven for the standings. But one White Sox win. Puts me ahead 8-6 and six in the standings. We're going to look to see how that series ends out. And before we get to next week, Drew, you've got some injury updates for us all.
1: Yeah, so luckily we know the Brewers have been banged up, but I got some good news coming our way. I mean, the deadline's also coming up. Um, now it's going to be four days away, so that'll be exciting. But I got, if this past weekend went well, uh, Lokane Lo will be back in Pittsburgh, so we'll see him then when the, we play the Pirates. And then Brad Boxberger with his shoulder, he's good to go. We saw him pitch Friday night, so that was great to see. And then Devin Williams, he threw he threw a bullpen session on Saturday, which would have been today, and he is trending well. I mean, so that would have been, yeah, two days two ago. Two days ago, yeah, today's recording.
0: Sense. What even happened to him? Like, did he go out mid-game or was it something afterwards? It was
1: some elbow soreness, I believe, so it was okay. something, yeah. And then Shaw with that shoulder injury we saw. And then also Daniel Vogelback with his hamstring injury. We saw both those guys were going to miss a long periods of time. They're beginning rehab assignments already, Jordan. That's really? good news. That is very good news. So we might see those guys in a couple weeks. Any of them going to be in AAA this coming weekend when I'm there? Um, I'm not sure. They might be starting. They, they actually could be in Na- Nashville. Possibly. I, I think that they might they might be in A though.
0: Yeah, so. that's what I was thinking, starting low, especially too, because they're pretty big injuries that they're coming back for relatively early. So I don't know. That would be awesome to see Travis Shaw and Vogelbach in AAA. I was hoping for low Kane, but obviously we're glad to have him back on the Brewers. And as you said, Pirates series, it's the first game up, a Brewers off day on Monday. So they are not playing Monday, but 27th, 28th, 29th, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday against the Pirates, all of those games at 6.05. And then a three-game series against the Atlanta Braves. So the Braves, at this time of recording, just under five hundred. They're hovering right around it. Pirates are doing terrible, but Brewers don't do the best against the Pirates. I'm going to go first this week, and I'm not going to pick a super bold pick, but I'm going to go four and two on this week.
1: All right, Jordan, you leave me the option now. As we know, I got to go three or three, three and three, or five and one. I, you know what, Jordan. I like their matchup against the Braves this that the weekend. I mean they're all home games too, right? And I'm gonna say five and one.
0: The Braves games are actually on the road. It's they big. are
1: actually on the okay. Never it's, mind then. They are I'm still gonna go five and one though. I thought Yeah,
0: I don't I don't blame you for that. Brewers do fine on the road. It's not one of the big things, but five and one would just be a sweep over the Braves and then losing one to the Pirates, which I think is very likely. They usually don't sweep the Pirates for whatever reason. So That is that next week, then right away, Brewers and Pirates again, August 2nd, 3rd and 4th, and then a huge series against the Giants who are a powerhouse. That'll be a big, big test for this team. Hopefully you guys watched the Brewers and White Sox. They were on ESPN last night, so can't wait to see the national broadcast and how little they know about this Brewer team. But other than that, what else you got? Anything else Brewer related, Bucks related, Packer related? I got a few things about the Brewers, Jordan. I will be at that game, actually. So I will be there.
1: Um, the Sunday yest- game? I was at yesterday's game. So I uh, you can hear my rant about the ESPN broadcast like usual. Actually, I won't listen to it. so You won't even you get won't to, hear to hear it. it. Yeah, yeah, you're but lucky. The, I, that made me think. the We have another MLB YouTube game coming our way. The Brewers and Giants are on YouTube. in if next. So, I mean, you'll hear a little bit more rant about that for me. So. Maybe for, um, it won't be Freddie
0: Garcia for once. That's what I'm hoping. Hopefully not. Do they flex like the YouTube games so they just have big games? Like do they just pick and choose what they're doing or is there like a schedule that's set?
1: Um, They they have a schedule usually at the start. Like they pick like what they would perceive as big games, but they sometimes I believe move it around. So like now, now we know like you would have said the Brewers and Giants would have been two of the biggest, best teams in baseball at the start of the year. So now, I mean, they really kind of – move that one around around. and also this ESPN game, as we know, they moved it tonight because the, both these teams are in first place. So it'll be a great game. I'm really looking forward to watching.
0: Yes. Can't wait for those. And that basically wraps up episode 20. We hope you guys enjoyed our MLB recap last week, this week, we're getting back on track a little bit, everything this week, next week, it's all thrown off. I'm missing the episode. It'll be Jordan or drew and clay for episode 21. Hopefully Hopefully, everything goes well and we get it all up right. But three episodes this week. As we said, episode 20 today, you're listening to the end of it here. And Wednesday, NBA draft preview with Drew and Clay. And then Friday, summer sports spectacular, episode nine, Alabama and Miami college football, Super Bowl three. The fans were not listening to that one. That one's got some pretty low listenership, but hopefully, college brings it back around. Drew, shout yourself out. You can
1: follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Drew Skyberg, D-R-E-W S-K-Y-B-E-R-G.
0: Jordan Law underscore P X P on Twitter. For me, I'll be posting some Nashville Sounds pictures on our social medias, the Facebook. We get a lot of good stuff on there. Jordan and Drew the Sports Crew. Like and follow us on there. Follow us on Instagram, Jordan Drew underscore sports crew. YouTube, Jordan and Drew the Sports Crew. Follow us on Apple Podcasts and leave those five-star reviews. That's all we got this week. A lot of episodes coming up for you guys. Thank you all for listening to episode 20 of Jordan and Drew, the sports crew, the perfect podcast for you.